Welcome to Dropping In, a podcast of storytelling and interviews with your host, Winter Olympian Mercedes Nickel. Thank you so much for dropping in on episode six. As we're all learning to adapt due to COVID-19, in this episode, we've learned that we've been adapting to life since we got here. Let me introduce episode six guests that we'll be dropping in with. Ever heard of Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Tenderheart on the Care Bears? Well, our next guest is the voice behind these two and some of your kids' favorite cartoon characters. And if I'm being honest, they're some of my favorites too. He's been the voice behind radio and television commercials from McDonald's to Gatorade to Molson Canadian and hundreds more. Born and raised in British Columbia, Canada, he's crossed the Ironman Canada finish line eight times, and he's gearing up for his 10th. He's nearing 300 marathons ran, with 240 of them completed in 369 days on an 11,000-mile, 17,000-kilometer tour across Canada and around the perimeter of America. In 2009, he raised over $130,000 for a Run for One Planet legacy. And let me tell you, he is still running. He had set out to do 21 marathons in 21 days, and it's June 2020. He's just extended that to 42 marathons in 42 days. This actor, voice actor, Ironman ultramarathoner, inspirational speaker, is inspiring awesomeness around the planet. I'm pleased to introduce Matt Hill. Matt Hill, we're going to start the podcast normally starts with rapid fire 10 questions. You, okay. <laughs> you've not seen these ever. Never. And I've tailored them to you. <laughs> 10 questions. Here we go. Number yeah. one, Raphael Tenderheart soaring from My Little Pony, Tauntaun, Transformers, X-Men, Evolution, and G.I. Joe. You've done a lot of voiceover work. What's your favorite voice to do? Oh, you know what is wild? If I could do a collusion of all that you just said, those characters, all of them roll up into one big ball of why doing voiceover for 35 years. It literally, I, you know, I still did a backflip as enthusiastically as the first day I ever got a job. Because, I, I mean, I swear to God, all of them are equal um, in terms of, getting to one hang out with some of the coolest people on the planet um and also know that um kids are inspired in ways that you had no idea that you could with say your voice and with some different characters and stuff um you know two notable for sure i'd say there's one called ed uh from ed ed Nettie, and only nobody in canada knows about the show because it was made here but teletoon never played it here but it was the biggest rated um cartoon network series of all time so we played we played all over the world um and uh i played a character and his name was ed <laughs> and so um he liked chickens and he liked gravy um and buttered toast so um that's probably one of my favorite ones to play um, what was he he was just this crazy cartoon character um like an animal no no these three these three Person. kids 
kids. kids okay. That, you know, kind of like the three cul-de-sac kids. Okay. Um, it was sort of set in the old sort of like the fifties genre of, you know, of like when life was just like Peachville and, and then you just got these crazy messed up kids and all their crazy friends, you know? And, okay. uh, um, but then playing Tun Tun, uh, once again, same thing, playing Tun Tun on um, Netflix for, I guess that was for DreamWorks. Um, it probably to cap a 30 year career was one of the funnest things and probably the closest to me as a person a character could be because yeah. he said like like he said he was jumping off stuff all the time i would be like my character would just go off you know um, like you go off on half pipe yeah. i would go off on ramps because we were half trucks okay. and half, half dinosaurs right so um and then also tender heart i gotta say close to my heart her, that was the magic bullet that I, or not even the magic bullet, but the magic miracle of not even knowing how many kids loved all these cartoons and their teachers yes. and parents, yes. right? But so, it's like and, so generational. Like I watched X-Men and G.I. Joe and like Tenderheart Care Bears. Uh, Come on. So much. See, it's, but it's true, right? It's like being able to go into a, 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 like a school of like 2,000 kids and literally go in going, hi, everybody, who would like to save the planet with tender heart? You know, and then I throw Raphael, and you have like 50, you know, you get all the whole student body going like, yes, we'll do everything. And, you know. I love it. Okay. Okay. So, Ed, Ed, Eddie. That's your one. Okay. Number two. In 10 seconds, describe an animation convention. <laughs> unbelievable collusion of humanity in motion of um the most interesting wild humans i've ever had the privilege to come in contact with be hugged by before be while well, you could still hug people and not get covid right. um and some of the truly most genuinely unique and soul uh hearted connected people i've ever met in my life awesome and okay so grateful for the work that i get to do so it, it, you know what I mean? It's that continuing yeah. loop. They're saying thank it. you to me and I'm going, no, thank you. Thank you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Wicked. Okay. Number that? three, how fast can you run a mile or a kilometer? <laughs> uh, three hours. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Who's your hero? Oh, Terry Fox. My dad. Amazing. Yeah. Number five, singing or dancing? Well, I can't dance because I got no rhythm, but I love singing. There you go. Okay. So, you know, I mean, I was in a band at one point, you know. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why we do these rapid fires. So everyone gets to learn more about you. Um, number six, what's the best thing that's happened to you this month? Oh, okay. You know, I'll be honest with you. I um deciding to do this 21 days of marathons a second time um has now turned into what's essentially very rapidly turning into what the next mission is with to meet the kids um but in a completely different way than i've always thought it, it would be um so uh it's it's a huge gift yeah well, okay number seven what is something you can't do can't dance uh, i can't add like math to me it's like a collision happens in my brain that um, I guess my dyslexia, it all got cited into that part of wherever your brain goes with mathematics. Forget it. 
Okay. Okay. Number eight. How did you start your day today? Mm. Perfect segue with a cup of beautiful instant coffee. Um, organic um, because it reminds me of my mom and my aunt up in heaven. Oh, amazing. Early. Cause I'm an early riser. Like I, I'm, I'm usually up between like 3 and 4 AM and um, what? So, yeah. Well, it's, it's like, it's, it, it allows me to get to do what I get to do. Amazing. Okay. Get out there. So I bow down to you for oh, that. Never. <laughs> I'm a you're, night owl. You're okay. Well, yeah, you have my girlfriend, Marie, you guys are both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting that at like nine. She's like, I'm just getting my third wind. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love it. Okay. Number nine. What do you first notice about someone when you meet them? Hmm. Okay. I think I noticed their like their essence, like their heart or their I think. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So because I think so if that might help, I say hi by a default to to everybody. To everyone. So that's that's like, super Canadian though. Moving on to number 10, the oh, last yes. of the rapid fire. Okay. And this is something that I ask in the first 10 episodes. Obviously, we're talking about overcoming fears. Mm. Uh, that I see in in people and how amazing people are. Yeah. So number ten, what is the bravest thing you've ever done? Ooh, um, I think trusting when I got back from what I thought was already the biggest journey of my life, which was in that case, run for one planet. So running mm -hmm. around the continent was actually trusting that my life wasn't over at in many ways because it was my version of going to the Olympics in some respects. Mm -hmm. And I really, I'm so grateful that I trusted in that light that was still shining inside that just said, Oh no, no dude, it's going to get really awesome. There's just more. Yes. Going. You know what I yes. mean? That's yeah. so funny because on episode um, five, I just recorded with Tara Sloan. We talk yeah. about putting that, like name stamp on someone. So like, I'm a snowboarder, you're a runner, yeah. but there's so much more to someone than that. And yeah. there's more and always more like Marnie McBean's book. If you've read it, it's like the power of more Oh, moving on to the next, on to the next, there's something else going to happen. So that's really, really cool. Exactly. Yeah. Well, cause it. it is right. It's like, sometimes it's like, cause even as a society, I remember it's like, it's just what we do, right? It's like when we were in California, so we still had three months to go on the tour, people were going, so what's next, right? And, you know, and I'm like, well, if I can, I'm just going to keep going, Yeah, <laughs> you know, but, but without realizing it, I had to take a bit of a break, you know, and, and uh, thank God life had me do that, you know? Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's get into it now. You it, did this crazy run in 2009. How long did that run take you? And can you explain it to our listeners that may not yeah, know about absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. Um, so Run for One Planet uh, was a, well, is, it's an organization, um, was to inspire environmental action one step at a time. So we use the inspiration and the metaphor of uh, running a marathon. It takes small steps to add up. So you can only finish a marathon by starting and taking the first step. So we thought with being able to talk to kids primarily and, and big kids at heart, the adults, about how to make our planet healthier and ourselves mm -hmm. in the process. Um, you know, that was this 369 day um, blast across the, our beautiful country of Canada. 
um, and then down around the perimeter of the states across the bottom, um, saying, you know, Ola to Mexico the whole way across, and then and then hung a right at California and back home 369 days later. Um, and and in you know, in an amazing way, in the worst economy since the depression. So this was like the financial right. meltdown of 2008. Yes. Um, and so everything changed. We had massive money goals and we had to look at every single um, kid as worth like a million dollars. Every person we talked to, in our mind, that was the success in, a, in sort of being able to realize this big mondo, you know. It didn't had- come down to the money. It came down to the inspiration. Exactly. And yeah. that yeah. paying it forward in a sense. Oh, yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Because, wow. cause we, cause we realized that the gift was in the actual, well, you said it, it's like in the inspiration of it to go, no, we believe in you and you can believe in you too. Totally. Right? And, and I that, love that. You know, oh, it's amazing. You know? And, okay. Let's, let's rewind. Okay. What got you there? Like that to me I mean, I do jog tours and 10K is painful for me. I do those by mistake, (laughs) not on purpose. So you're like gung-ho, like Terry Fox is your hero. I'm, I'm assuming that's where it kind of came from, but what else? Like what, like what keeps you running? Um, well, you know, it's wild. It's my really, I got to go back even further because, you know, I kind of, my mom, I think said it perfectly. She, she was like, I was the fourth kid of, you know, parents that were, were quite a bit older at that point. Um, and I was kind of like the whoops kid that they went like, well, even I arrived early, like by a month and, you know, kind of skip crawling. And one day my mom left the front door open to our house and literally she's like, you were just gone. Right. And I just, I just ran everywhere I needed to get to. And that, that kind of really has been the metaphor for me for the run. Um, you know, because it's, it's been my best friend at times. Well, most of the time, you know, it's always helped me to come back to center. Um, it's helped me, you know, get places I never thought I'd ever get to go. Um, you know, and, and, and in many ways being able to always return to your old friend and say like, you know, how you doing? Shake hands with it and say, okay, what's our next adventure. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, the re the reason I asked this is because like, I would fear doing that much running. Well, obviously my body's been through a lot. Um, so I don't know that I could run that far, but at the same time, like, what the heck are you thinking about? Is it like when I go running, it's kind of like therapy for me, but I'm only out for like half an hour to an hour by mistake, sometimes two hours. (laughs) I got, you ask my gal, she'd tell you, she's like, it's good. You go out for eight hours. (laughs) you're like get it out work it all out on the pavement well i came to the world with a lot of energy and so you know for me i really that's the truth of it for me um it 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 really does allow me to continue to you know um stay really really present in the world um Mm -hmm. you know and and like i say it's it's kind of in a way it's always been sort of whispering sort of what i guess what my core mission is in this life that's what it's always felt like is the run for me. Um, wow. and so I, you know, I, even now I often say like, I really am. I mean, I'm, thank God I played a Ninja Turtle on, you know, in the movies because I really am a turtle runner. I'm slow. I'm steady. Just feed me, that. throw me down to the side of the road. If I fall into traffic, I'll sleep for a bit, <laughs> get up and just keep going. And that's me, you know? So, you know, Wild. Uh, 
Yeah. I mean, well, I kind mad of mad respect for you doing it. Um, obviously I have a million questions for you, but when you were on that tour, let's just take it back. How were you, were you just like pair of shoes running everywhere? Did you have a team with you and like, where did you sleep and what did you eat and how yeah. much did you drink water? Oh, yes. We had, um, well, because it was to inspire environmental action at the time we tried to get and build, um, an, 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 oh, sorry, an ERV. So in that version oh. of 2008, it was a 26 foot, um, diesel powered, um, motor home that we retrofitted with solar panels and, um, you know, lots of alternative, all like sort of e-friendly alternatives that you could get. Yeah. All well, that, all that I'm thinking of in my head right now is how it smelled after. Well, <laughs> oh, you mean inside? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's a whole other story. Like you come off running like a marathon and then you're all in there together. Oh yeah. That was good. <laughs> Well, there was two of us running, and then there was usually one to two people with us on the road. Okay. Um, but, but at the time, we also ran it on biofuel. So whatever right. the crop was that was, was you know, did, gave us the fuel, it would smell like whatever that spent crop was. Oh, my so, gosh. So, you know, it would smell like fish oil. It would smell like, you know. Kindle. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, um, and so – so for that, it was to try and make a lighter footprint so that we were also showing people, here's what's possible in your house or in your car or in your school. Yeah. Right. Never, never not inspiring. Sounds like. Well, it was trying to, in a way, do like when people say, be the change that you want to see in the world. It was a really clear mandate that we said, okay, don't ever say it's perfect because we know it's not. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, just say, here's what we tried to do. Right. Because I think sometimes that's why the environmental movement has gotten such um, loggerheads with people Mm -hmm. because some people get really pissed off if someone's not completely carbon neutral. And some people get really pissed off as a point if somebody even thinks that you're looking at them like they're not, you know, um, um, doing something good in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I don't know, we just found... I, I just really liked having that conversation with people. Like, like my dad always said to me, all you can ever do is just be an example in your own life. And, and truly when people ask about it, share, right. But don't rant something down someone's throat because the are just like, if somebody tells me to be a certain way, just as human nature, you go like, ah, uh, no. I love that. I, I just wrote down that quote. I love that quote from your dad. Oh, my dad, he was such a good guy. Be an example in your own life. I mean, dads have the best advice. I get asked what, like, what's the best advice you ever got? I'm like, my dad told me that I wouldn't be able to snowboard forever and school would always be there. So snowboard and school will always be there. So we'll be always make seeds like his version of going just like reach for your dream. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you are now doing a 21 day marathon a day. Yes. I'm doing turtle marathons because I, well, I looked at originally I was before COVID, I was going to be doing 21 days um, of discovery. I called it on yeah. Vancouver Island because I was going to push my own stuff, do the marathons and visit schools. Wait, what do, you, what do you mean? Push your own stuff? I was oh, a- going to get a baby, like a baby jogger. Right. And just have my own supplies. and Because you are one with the planet. Well, I just wanted to try a different way. I just wanted to see what could I do as a crew of one, right? And just see, okay, what would it feel like? Because I might, because I was open to discovering I hate it. (laughs) 
or I really love it. Um, and so when COVID shut all the schools and then basically we had to be local for obviously the lockdown, I was a bit disappointed for a couple of days because I thought, oh man, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna be able to, but then this, I all of a sudden I went, I've been training for this for two years. Right. Just go, like just start. Right? You don't have to do it in a specific spot. You're exactly. mentally prepared. Do it where you are. Exactly. So I, so I said, okay, Wild. I'm still doing the 21 days. Instead of sharing with kids at schools, I've just been on Facebook lots. So I, you know, my, my Facebook friends and my family and my gal are my, you know, my posse. Yeah. Um, and then now at the end, I, well, actually it was probably day three. I knew in my heart I was going to do 42. So. Um, okay. But in for the listeners, where are you at right now? Um, I'm on um, 32. I think I, at, at the end of today, I still have half to do after this. So May 31st, you're halfway. May 31st, I'm halfway. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time out of your <laughs> marathoning. No, no, no. It's a good thing. <laughs> you woke up this morning, went for how long of a run? Um, well, I just did 21. So, um, And a marathon is? Uh, 42. Point two. So you have more to do after this. I do. Yeah. You're a nut bar and I love it. Yeah. Okay. So because I'm cognizant and you have to go out and running, I, what I do at the end of the podcast is do my takeaways from what we just talked about. And so, (laughs) so what I'm taking away is I freaking love that quote from your dad, Mm. which is be an example in your own life, which a lot of people like, you know, when someone picks up a piece of garbage in front of you, don't you want to just like pay it forward and do that as well? Like Nailed just it. be a good example we'll and, um, yep. and be open. You said to discovery, but I might say discomfort oh. because when you're discovering, you're getting out of your comfort zone and just growing and it's very uncomfortable, um, but very, very cool. And also think about the planet. Like you have done such an amazing way of touring around at least North America in such a, a conscious way and showing that it is possible and there's always different ways to do it. Um, is there trust? What did I have, say? Um, trusting in life. And trusting in life. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's true. It's very true. So you, know, you got like, we got a lot out of you in 20 minutes. <laughs> thank you. Well, you're a good interviewer. You, you go big, 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 big. Is I love it. I uh, love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on, dropping in a podcast with Mercedes. Where can people find you? Oh, they can, um, they could join my, uh, I guess my Facebook page. Um, yep. so Matt Hill. Okay. Um, and it's the one where um, it's my running shoes and they're, and they're yellow. And then it's, just, it's a heart and it says, I love it here. And I'm pointing to it. I'll so add that, that link to the, to the post. To the- and, then, um, and then I guess um, Instagram as well, uh, I guess would be Matt Hill, Matt Hill underscore inspire. Awesome. I'll add those to the notes in the podcast. And they can, are you still doing voice acting? Well, you know, it's kind of wild. I'm sure my voice um, currently, because I don't have actually any new jobs right now with, uh, with obviously with COVID. For now, people can hear your voice on all the old cartoons. Absolutely. Yeah, they can check. Yeah, they can get, you know, they can go to, if they go to matt-hill.com, like yeah. they can listen to all the voices and 
I went through the list of all your voices and I picked out just a couple for that rapid fire that were my favorite. The list goes on and on, people. Matt Hill, thank you, thank you for being on Dropping In and I wish you the best of luck running. Thank you very much. You are <laughs> a rock star. Oh, um, and, uh, um, you know, if you ever want to go for a run, you just, you know, hit us up here. I'm nervous, but I feel like I should try maybe once. On the next episode of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes Nickel, a broken sternum, fractured ribs, bulging discs, chronic tendonitis, and a debilitating viral infection didn't stop our next guest from pursuing World Cup medals on her way to the 2008 Beijing Olympics and the 2012 London Games, representing Australia in rowing. Drop in next Thursday with Sarah Cook. You can find Dropping In on Facebook and Instagram at Dropping In with Mercedes. Thank you, DJ Kenosis, for the music and my mom for the intro voice. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.